I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on the blurred lines of music genres. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our Street Soldiers episodes, both Hot 97 and Fox 5, free of charge, on my website, lisaevers.com. Now, in this episode, we're talking about how some of the biggest artists mix music genres and create monster hits that defy categories. In 2018, hip-hop became the most popular music streamed around the world. In 2019, we see Lil Nas X ride the number one spot on the Billboard charts with his country rap genre-defying hit, Old Town Road. We're also seeing an unprecedented mixing of sounds and creativity with hip-hop artists and Caribbean beats and Afro beats, and there's much more. What does this mean for music fans and the music industry, and why should we care? We're going to find out with our great panel. Joining me is Amadeus. He's a multi-platinum music producer, Trey Song's music director, and he's produced for over 90 big-name artists, including Chris Brown, 50 Cent, and J-Lo. Amadeus, great to have you with us. Glad to be here, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Titi Torres. She's a Hot 97 music executive and multimedia personality. Titi, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me back, Lisa. Thank you. Awesome to have you back. Also joining us is Rock Nation hip-hop artist Casanova 2X. His latest single is So Brooklyn. His international smash hit, which he just finished promoting in London, 2AM, features um, DeVito and Tory Lanez. Casanova, great to have you with us. Thank you, Thank you so much. Um, Titi, I want to start with you on this. In terms okay. of these music genres, we hear a lot about, well, there's pop, there's rock, there's hip-hop. People argue about what's really rap and is rap, hip-hop, and all these things. Why do these music genres even matter? I think they don't. I think what you're experiencing right, right now is hip-hop. You know, it's just different forms of hip-hop. You know, hip-hop is now the number one genre of music. Everybody wants to get into it. All the kids in the suburbs are listening to it. You know, hip-hop started in the ghetto, in the hood. Right. Now you have hip-hop so worldwide that it's now in the suburbs and everybody wants a piece of it. But there really isn't um, a, a genre in inside hip-hop. I mean, of course, you got your Caribbean flavors and stuff like that, but it's all hip-hop at the end of the day. You just have different types of sounds. Casanova, what about you? When, when 2AM came out, like, People knew, know you for like the hardcore raps, the street sound, the classic, like um, I, I don't want to call it classic because it makes it sound, you know, from back in the day, but just like the core, like a core hip hop fans, hip hop, you know, rap. And then you come out with 2AM, you got DeVito, you got Tory Lanez, it's a whole different sound. How did your fans react to that? Um, I think my hardcore fans was like, uh, <laughs> but um, I was kind of like struggling between making it and not making it. But um, after I did the song, I walking in Africa and people know who I am. I'm like, you know what? Forget my hardcore fans because y'all <laughs> might not even stream my record anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I love it, and I'm gonna continue to do do records like that like I just went to London and started making some moves with other people especially gigs um I love it because it's a different feel and um Afro beats make you want to move like it everybody does, totally. don't want to shoot nobody every day like you know what I'm saying sometimes you want to be happy you want to vibe yeah, yeah. so I think party. Afro beats and Caribbean music it's just a vibe 
uh, hip hop by itself is, is just a vibe. You know what I'm saying? So you get to listen to the mean Casanova, and you get to mis- listen to the you get the, the street talk. want to chill. You know what I'm saying? You get the whole ra- you get the whole range like that. But what made you want to branch out like that when you first? Because we talked about this at Summer Jam. What mm-hmm. made you want to re- really do try something different? That was a, it was daring for you at that point. Truthfully, yeah. Uh, to be honest. Yes, please. Um, I was like, I'll make punch you in your face, knock your teeth out, and you know, teacher will tell you like they love it, but it's like the police, the stigma, the everything like, that comes with that. It's just like too much of a burden. A kid makes punch you in your face, knock your teeth out. It's like, whoo, we love it. Yeah, book him. Bring him, embrace him. I make that. It's like leave him where he's at. We don't want him here with the violent crowd. So I just try to do something different. You know what I'm saying? And it did work because it got me out the country. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, all right, he can make music. He's not just trying to punch somebody in the face or he's not trying to shoot somebody. Because I think I'm just too believable. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's because you actually have a story. You're the real deal. Right. You know what I mean? And that you so went through that. You went through that. So when you make records like that, you're not talking from an inexperienced rapper. You're talking from someone that actually lived that life at, at one point in his life, but then you outgrew that person you were. And you're more true to where you're at now with your life, right? right. Which yeah. is having the music. What about, Amadeus, what, what about the sound, like this, the crossing genres? Like, like the Old Town Road, people were... Wait a minute. What is this? Is is this is this hip hop? There are hip hop DJs saying, "I'm not playing that song." Then you know, we of course we had him on the summer jam. He was on the summer jam stage, and you know everybody's rocking the cowboy hats. I mean, what? How did you? How do you look at that from your point of view as a as a producer? I mean, as a musician and a producer, music is music, you know, and and it's a feeling, it's a feel, and I love the fact that Casanova took that opportunity, that chance to create something new. You know, there's no rules. There's no rules to making music. There's no right or wrong. It's just a feeling. And like you said, it's a feeling. Um, and oftentimes we focus too much on, like you said, the genres and what'll work and what, 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 what's not going to work. And we don't focus on what are, we, what are you feeling at this moment? You know, so as a producer, I'm supposed to go in the studio with Casanova and say, play him some music, play him some beats, give him a different vibe, give him a different vision. You know, if you do this record right here, this will take you to Africa. You do this record, this will take you to London, you know, and that's what it's about. You know, I'm from the Bronx. I'm from the birthplace of hip hop, and when I first started producing, it was hard. It was heartbeats and samples and Busta Rhymes and yeah. Remy and Boom yeah. Bap, and I wanted to grow, and I, I, I wanted so much more for myself and, you know, started really including the instrumentation and, and including what I've learned in school and what I've learned in church. I'm a church boy. I'm a church musician. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then once I included the instrumentation... Now it's different. Now it goes from Buster Rhymes to Justin Bieber and, and, and the game to Trey Songs and Chris Brown. So like I said, there's no rules. Create what you feel. Create what you love. And I feel like that's what connects with the audience and makes you worldwide Did as an you, what artist. What about that? And the fans clearly embraced, and well, clearly embraced Casanova's 2 a.m. when he made that move. Yeah, absolutely. Casanova and I have, have had discussions about music. I actually sent him a record one time, and he's like, nah, that's too soft for me. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm never going to let you live that down. Uh, but, um, but, not to cut you off, but that's how stuck in a box I was. You know what I'm saying? And that New York, that New York it mentality. Was, it was just like, this is me. I'm a hooli. I'm a, like, right. I don't even... I at one point in time like I didn't even, I still don't got a girl record to this day. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to fix that. Like I don't have when I say girl record, like a female singing on 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 a record with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was so stuck in that phase. Like nah, I want. Dark. But everybody saw something different in me. Right. And thank you for the people that kept pressuring me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like especially TG. Like nah, I'm telling you, I feel this, and I'm just like, I was so scared of it, cause I'm like, that don't even sound like. But but to his point though, I understand that because you have to have a balance to feed your underbelly while you are trying to get to this level. And that's, because you can't just negate your underbelly. You can't just be those, not who you who you are. Right. You and, have to and, add to it without er, right, eliminating without erasing it. that because right. at the end of the day, those people were there from you from the very beginning. The jump, and right. those people are gonna be with you either when when you're super hot or when you're cold. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you don't want to neglect them Alienate because they're those fans, fans for a reason. I think as an artist, you got to really find that balance. And, you know, I, when I'm in studios and I'm hearing artists' music and, and I'm, like, you know, talking to them about their projects or whatever, you know, one of the things I always say is don't go too far left from who you are. You know what I mean? Because that's why people love you. Right. So don't get caught up in, oh, I got I to gotta make it what it is now. Like, yeah, you know, balance yourself you know what i mean find a nice female rocking record and then go ahead and get get your get your stuff and then get with it that, going uh, okay we're gonna take a short thing. we gotta take a short break mm -hmm. but we're gonna talk about but it also comes back to the music genres because it's your identity and where people find you and where new people find you we're gonna talk about that when we come back this is street soldiers yeah you already know what it is man this is big shine and this is the street soldiers with lisa evers real issues real politics real people only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about music genres blurring the lines, and have we got a great panel for you. Joining me is Amadeus, multi-platinum music producer. He's Trey Song's music director. He's also been a producer for over 90 artists, including Chris Brown, 50 Cent, and J-Lo. Amadeus, great to have you with us. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also joining us, the one and only T.T. Torres, Hot 97 music executive and multimedia personality. T.T., great to have you with us. Thanks for having me back. Thank you. Great to have you again. Also joining us is Casanova 2X. He is a Rock Nation hip-hop artist. So Brooklyn is his latest single, and you undoubtedly have heard his international smash hit 2AM with DeVito and Tory Lanez. Casanova, great to have you here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amadeus, in terms of the sounds, are there differences in the sounds? Like when you listen to one of Casanova's hardcore songs, street songs, and then you listen to at 2 a.m., is there musically something different in those, or is it just is it some other stylistic thing? Absolutely. Um, everything matters. Like the sounds, like you said, the min what you mentioned, the drum pattern. Um, you know, the, both of them are up-tempo up records, you know. So at one, one minute, like, like Cass said, you can get real hyped up and you would start throwing stuff and tearing the room down and the next moment you know you're looking at a young lady saying what are we doing tonight you know what i'm right. saying so it's all a feeling and a, a, a pattern a shaker a bass line a chord can change the energy of a song can change your mood in regards to what you're feeling you know what i mean so i, I definitely feel like sounds play a very important part in, in deciding on what, what genre it falls under uh, tt with, with casting over here with his music does it cross genres? Is it does it come in different categories? Like when you're when you're assessing what are the hot songs, what what are the streaming songs, what songs do people need to hear on Hot 97? Does like a 2 a.m. Does that cross into a couple other categories or? Well, well it it it's a it's hip hop at the end of the day. It's right. just a a different form, a different sound. Like you know, 
it, it has the Caribbean vibe to it, right? It has the African vibe to it. And when I when I heard that record, I look at, you know, New York is such a diverse city, a, a state, right? So in New York City in particular, we have such a melting pot of different cultures. We have a great African culture. We have a great Caribbean culture. We have a great Spanish culture. You know what I mean? So to hear, when I heard that record, it, it's the perfect fit for Hot 97. Right. Because we can play different forms of hip-hop on our radio station because the city that we in have such a great diversity of people. And nobody's going to say anything about it. Casanova, what about, tell us about, what kind of reaction did you get in London? And tell us about your, your performances and stuff there. How Did people react more to the, so Brooklyn version of Casanova or more of the 2 a.m. version? The crazy thing is they reacted to both, but I saw the girls moving at 2 a.m. So it's like, like she said, you feed who you feed. Like the dudes is turned up. And then 2 a.m., I just saw them swaying. I'm like, oh, like, how they knew that? Like, I'm always shocked. I'm new to this. So every time I think that I'm slacking, something just pushes me, like, look at you, you bugging. Like, I'm like me. I'm from Brooklyn. I just did seven years, six months in jail and been rapping for three years. How does somebody know me anywhere in the world for something good? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the trick. You see, yeah, bad is cool. Yeah, Casanova, the flaws is cool. But when somebody wants to come and take a picture with me, you know, I'm one of them dudes that, like, come. And my security or my friends be like, are you bugging? Man, I came from an era where they saw me and they ran. Like, no, Debo's coming. He's, he's Don't invite Cass. So I'm I'm blessed. And in London and even in Africa, they, they gave me a name, Alua Casanova. Like, I had a, the biggest billboard in Africa by, like, the tolls, and it's amazing to me. I'm just grateful. And those countries have such a deep appreciation for the culture, more so than we do here in the U.S., because we are so overly exposed yes. to it. And out there, they're not. So when you go to, I recently came back from Paris, and I had the most incredible time of my life, and the culture and the girl. music scene. Yeah, but, like, the music scene is so different. Like, the appreciation for our music is insane. Like, when we went to um, Tokyo, when we launched Summer Jam Tokyo, the appreciation for the culture is just so strong, like the love of hip hop over there. The pure love. The pure love. They may not be able to speak English, um, but they know every hook, every word verse, for word. word for word, um, and they're swaying and they're getting into it, and it's just such a amazing thing to experience. So if you are an artist and you get a chance to go outside of your comfort zone or go outside of these 50 states and experience other countries and their cultures, you'll understand how music is so evolved around the world. And like that, what about that, Amadeus, in terms no, of the so sound, true. too? Um, you know, as a producer, I'm from the Bronx, um, but when I started touring with Trey really? Songz... are you from the Bronx? From the Bronx, I keep saying that. I mean, from, yeah, <laughs> all of saying that because I'm from Brooklyn. All of them, you like... just saying where he at. All of Brooklyn, I'm saying. He said, so Brooklyn, so you know, I'm from the Bronx. Yeah, Okay, yeah, thank right. you so much. Thank you so much. Okay, okay. That, that that passed right over my head. But thank you so much. Yeah, now, now I understand because I'm like going. Okay, I'm I'm in peaceful mode. And yeah. you see, TZ like, though, when he say from the Bronx, she like. Yeah. Uh, well, she's from the Bronx too. So yeah. okay. So no, nah, but you know, nah, but, but 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 you know. I mean, if we're gonna get down to 
from Washington Heights. Yeah. Heights in the building, New Jersey. Yeah. No, but it's we all got love. Connecticut. It's we got love. everything over love. here. It's okay. Love, man. I'm anyway, super proud. But but in ter in, ter in terms of the sound too, it's, it's like it feels like the Caribbean thing. There's always been different songs with Caribbean, and we've seen with the influence of reggae and dancehall. But like the whole Afrobeats thing mm -hmm. is. Are you seeing more? Are you seeing more of that? See, I'm seeing. I I get to see what a lot of it because I tour. Right. I tour. So me touring with Trey Trey songs for 12 years. It wasn't until those moments where I got to see what Casanova is saying, what TT is saying, where there is a world out here. And oftentimes, us being from New York, from the Bronx, Brooklyn, we, we want to cater to our people, but and what we need to do is cater to the world. Oh, wow. So when he, did, when he, when he did, I'm so Brooklyn, it's New York, we, all, we, we going crazy, but when he did 2 a.m., mm -hmm. you, 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 you connecting with the world because there's people all over the world, like TT said. I went to Japan, and they're like, you know, we, we're singing say ah and bottoms up, and we're like, wait, we, we, it's probably bottoms gonna be empty up, when bottom. we go there. Nah, they know that joint. They know. They, they, they know can't it. talk. They can't talk to you in between. Yeah, they but can. They, know they don't the speak our language, but they know yeah. the, the, the English people. words from the, the songs. World the out English here, words from the songs, and it's it's such an amazing mm -hmm. thing to experience. And as an artist, especially someone like yourself, who has. Um, you know, had so much of his life taken away from him by, you know, spending so much time incarcerated. To be able to experience that now is such, like, I'm so proud of you. Like, that's so Thank great you. for you to be able it to is. see that that's and experience is. that because a lot of people that come from where you come from don't even have a passport to be able to do that. To do that, right. And so it just, as an artist, your creativity level just goes from here to here because now you are exposed to right. so much more. Casanova, when you were in when you were in Africa too, and like the, the billboards, they, they have your picture on the billboards mm. everywhere. They're treating you, you know, they're treating you like the superstar that mm. you are, that we know that you are. In term in terms of musically though, did it change? Like in terms of your mind, or like oh, I got to do a joint like this, or I got to do something with Definitely that. Like, did it change what you listen? It changed the crazy thing. I was just talking to a White Clef about that. He like soak it up, and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. It's because like, you don't even hear beats like that. Like, when you ask for a beat pack, they go, everybody from New York, you, you say, send me beats. It's just going to be like what they think you like. They're never going to show you something else. Like, right. yo, take this. So while I'm out there, I'm hearing so much. Just like, for instance, you know, I was out there with DeVito. When I hear Burner Boy's song, I'm like, I'm just hearing like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm just like, what is this? This is a vibe. And I had to really listen to it a million times to understand what he's saying. Like, just like, oh, this is a vibe. And that's how I feel like the people out of this country be. They might not understand exactly, but they know words because I'm singing words in Africa. African words that I don't even understand, but I just know it's a vibe. The yep. beat is a vibe. It feel good. And I just soaked it up. So now I'm just like, I don't even want to record on no whack like that. Part of my language. It's just like, nah, I need some beats. I need some melodic beats. We need to create. And just like, yeah. for instance, just like with the, uh, the song we like, you know, the Pop Smoke song. That's a London beat. Every beat in London sounds just like that. And I'm like, why ain't get a beat like that yet? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Why ain't go to London, 
six well, months before. I'm sure he's got some. Okay, we're gonna take a short. Okay. We're gonna talk about. I want to talk about the it's beats, and I want to talk about mm-hmm. the, but yeah, the sounds too. But guys, we have to take a short. We have to take a short break. Point, we're gonna bro. continue this. This it's is Street crazy. Soldiers. I'm your host Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Hey, what up, y'all? This is Lloyd, the King of Hearts, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 9-7. You did. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about music genres blurring lines and have we got an amazing panel for you joining me is Amadeus he's a multi-platinum music producer he's Trey Song's music director and he's also produced for more than 90 artists including Chris Brown 50 Cent and J-Lo Amadeus great to have you back with us thank you queen thank you so much also with us is T.T. Torres she's a hot 97 music executive and multimedia personality T.T. great to have you back with us thank you Lisa thank you so much also joining us is Casanova 2X Rock Nation hip-hop artist his latest single is So Brooklyn and he also has the international smash hit 2AM with DeVito and Tory Lanez Casanova great to have you on the show Thank you so much. TT, in terms of the artists and in terms of how they look at themselves, is New York are missing the boat with these? Um, absolutely not. I think people give New York such a um, hard time, but we are, New York artists have always been trendsetters. And the hottest rappers that run the game um you always going to have a New Yorker in there. Like, Cardi's from the Bronx. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Jay-Z, who everybody looks up to, is from Brooklyn. Like, you know, See how some, she of, that? Some, that was some of the, you know, best artists <laughs> come out of New York. Um, exactly. Because, me... like I said, because we have such a melting pot of culture. Right. So we're exposed to a lot more here. Yeah, we are. And um, th- when you go to, like, Middle America and stuff like that, and you start to travel, you'll see like is no other place yeah. outside of New York that's like this that's like this but let me talk about the sounds I mean it's in, ter- in terms of these genres was there a, is and I hope you can explain this so that those of us who are not musically talented can understand with the beats and the, all this stuff but are there certain sound like are there certain is there a certain range of sounds within hip-hop that most hip-hop fans will still like and will still recognize or is it like after this you know Old Town Road this these types of songs is it anything goes right now like, how do, what makes it hip-hop? They all have the same elements. Like, oh, the Old Town Road still has an 808. It still has the same and drums. what's the 808? It's the womb, the, 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 the real fat sound you hear in the club. The drum bass, yeah. you know okay. So it has the 808 sounds that you would have in the Cardi B, uh, Bodak Yellow. So the same same kick, same So, wait a minute, you're saying drum. the same beat that's in Bodak yeah. Yellow If you played, if you played the, the Bodak, 808, yeah. like the, 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 the boom, bassy, the bass. The bass, the bass in it. The kick yeah. drum. Kick drum, okay. Yeah. So the 808 you will put on top of the kick drum. So a kick drum will sound flat, like that, but an 808 will be like boom, and it'll ring and it'll resonate in the club. So if you played Bodak Yellow and then played Old Town Road, you'll still get the same bottom and the same bass feel in both records. And one has the guitars on it, the bling, bling. It's a guitar strain that's happening on Old Town Road. It's, that's different from you know Bodak Yellow. Bodak Yellow is keys. What about with Casanova's smash hit the two a, two a.m. the beat that's, that's in that? That's more of the rhythm. You know what I'm saying? There's a there, there's a there's a certain rhythm, right? There's a there's a rhythm to it. There's a feel to it. Versus so Brooklyn is just boom boom bap. but they both have the eight oh eight in it. The eight oh eight is necessary because it's what's giving you the bass and that rattle, that rumble that you feel in your cars, that rumble that you feel in the club. And that's why artists be like, turn my, turn it up, like turn that inch up, make it kick, turn the, turn the bass yeah. up. So what changes, what changes, what can change the genre? Is, like I said earlier, it's simple. It's chords, 
It's the instrumentation. Like, it's, there's guitars. There's live guitars on Old Town Road. There's not live guitars on Soul Brooklyn. There's 808 drums. There's keys. You know, he's hitting the lower register of the keys. Boom, boom. That, that makes it dark. That makes it moody. That makes you feel a certain kind of way. Where, that street fight. Yeah, it's that like dark. Fight. Old Town Road is like, feel. you're exactly. happy. That's you're wearing, you're wearing cowboy hats. You're like, ding. My kids <laughs> sing that song. You know what right. I'm saying? <laughs> Casanova, what about now that you've been around? You talk about like you heard these different beats in in Africa. What about in London? Because they've had like they've been. That's what I was telling. Um, that's what I said as, uh, with the Pop Smoke beat. Um, they got so much different beats out there, and it's crazy. Their whole slang is crazy, and I think like I think fashion, fashion. Everything. I think yeah. it's a cheat code, and that's like a Drake cheat code. You know what I'm saying? Is a cheat code because once you're able to travel, you're able to absorb more and know more and know more ways to be lit. So Drake could go to London and get them London beats because he's doing a, a UK tour. Right. And be like, they're going to hear this all over the world from me. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. So right. you you hear, come closer. Like, you're, like, all of those is London, UK vibes. Oh, really? You know yes, what I'm saying? It is. And yes. Wow. I'm just listening to these beats and listening to the radio in London like. But we make people pay attention to them. Yes. Because we are more popular. Yes. And they want to be more like us. I just about to say that. Yes. So they want yes. the American culture, Americans, to buy into their music. So they Because we have the big, we have such a huge, huge market. market. Yes. Just so like they that song. Break over What's here? that song? Um. Uh, uh, that I think Nikki got it on. Just touched down in London. Just touched down at the airport. Dun, 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 dun. No, that's um, like no, no. That's um, not. I know what you talk about. As soon as like it was dope, where it was at? But then I think Nikki got on it. Everybody heard it over here. Mm -hmm. But like once a person from the United States that's lit gets on one of these records. It's amazing. It Just like with the record with French Montana, the Sway Lee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forget about that. Was, all right. That's, that's yes. all Caribbean feel. That's all put you in a trend feel. African. Afrobeat. It's all that. It's all that. Like, like, like Beyonce's, um, when Beyonce did the, the album that she recently did for The Lion King, that's all African sound. She brought mm -hmm. it back to the motherland. Mm -hmm. So what she did is put a spotlight on the motherland, which mm -hmm. is Africa. But those sounds were already there. Yeah. Those sounds is part of their culture. Right. So when you actually go out there and you travel and you experience mm -hmm. that, like when I went over there, I'm like, yo, I can live there. Mm -hmm. Like it's such a beautiful, beautiful. sound and country. And they and like, live music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you got you got people out there with crazy, amazing voices, no auto-tune, no nothing. You got people that they don't even know they can be the best producers in the in mm -hmm. the in the in, the, in the, ever and they got just a guitar right. and they just making you feel it and it's just somebody just singing in a village that just make you pass out and just like it's just Amazing. dope and it's I and I always tell artists like the the producer and the production is mm -hmm. the most important everything part speaking of producer of the thank album. you what about process thank you like if you are an artist <laughs> Not a stop beat maker. Getting, right. Stop getting beats. Be produced because yeah. your stuff will turn out 10 times better because a producer will say, sing it in that range. No, mm -hmm. rap in this flow. Hit this 
pocket. They orchestrate songs, rearrange the vocals to create hits. What about that? What about that? It, I mean, they drop a knowledge. Now here's now here's the here's the both what sides does, to this. Okay. You know, um, one I say, Cass, the music you're looking for is here. Mm. Yeah. It's here. What happens is producers are fearful to send it to you. Mm-hmm. They're saying you said it at the top of the show. They're saying he gonna want this, right? They try to please. Yeah, they, he's gonna want to be on this instead of saying I wonder what he would sound like on this. And that's my approach to it. Not to cut you off. But that's but why I'm, yeah, but I'm just <laughs> apologizing, BX. But that's why I mess with 30 Rock like that. Mm-hmm. Because when 30 Rock, he said, listen, I'm not sending you nothing. Come see me. That's, that's I was just about to say that. As said, an artist, stop. As an artist, you should now say, I am not going to accept beats. I'm going to come sit with you mm-hmm. so that I can tell you what's in my head mm-hmm. so that we condition. can be disciplined enough Listen. to create. Because when you start producing like that, you got to shut off the world. Mm-hmm. Shut off your cell phone, shut off your social media, discipline you yourself go into to that spend zone, right? a, that creative a zone. month, two, three months in writing sessions, lockdown in the studio. To create a body of work like that requires an artist to be extremely Discipline and mm-hmm. focus. Let me talk about yes. the producer. In terms of what the producer does, TT started to explain it. Mm-hmm. You tell them to do, you know, do certain things in s- certain ways, um, which TT explained so well. But it's it's like, how important is that? To it's the very process? important, but it's missing. Like mm-hmm. that part. I'm I'm 18. I look young. <laughs> I'm 18 years, and I'm part of the bad boy Diddy Hitman era. Like I'm a part of the Hitman. So that was when seven, ten of us are in one room, and everybody is creating music and and the artists are there, and, and everybody is working, and one room, this is happening, and one room, and this is happening, and that's missing. And, and ever since the whole technology came about, and I'm speaking from the producer side, we struggled, because now it went from us being in the studio, so think about the studios, there's it, really no studios that exist here anymore in New York. Mm-hmm. Hit Factory is shut down, Sony is shut down, it's like two or three that maybe exist, right? But everything is happening in their own, everybody has their own setups. Mm-hmm. So it went from, let's get in the studio, to send me this. Send me this now. Well, now send me the link. Send me the link. Send me this, but, but, right? But that separates you. It depends on what type of artist you want to be, right? Do you want to be a legendary artist, or do you want to be a right now artist, or you want to be an in between, in between right now and in between legendary? So you gotta determine what type of artist you want to be. So when you're looking for legendary and you're looking for longevity. That requires a lot of discipline. Mm-hmm. If you just want to get on this wave right now and make what and take up all the money that's that's mm-hmm. right, right here right now, then you're gonna be that type of artist. Right. So it depends really upon what type of artist you want to be. And not a lot of artists nowadays want longevity. That's not what they're striving for. And I get it. And I don't um, look down on them and I don't judge them. I'm be like, go ahead, go create these hits right now. But we all seen this. I've been in the game long enough to understand that this it's going to be this wave for three or four mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. and then this wave is going to shift, and then it's going to be these type of artists for three to five years. The so it's like a three to five, re- three to three yeah. to five years. And, and, and then, and, but then wave, yeah. you're going to have artists that stand the test of time over and over again, and they over evolve and over all again, the- and they're going to get one, they're going to get two, they're going to get three. Like look at someone like a Beyonce, right? For example, oh my God, Beyonce has figured out how not only to remain herself a black artist and 
get white America to come into our world of black music. Right. Beyonce didn't um, have to cross over and, 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 and do right. all of these pop, she pop records. She kept her authenticity. She kept her authenticity. Yes, exactly. Job. And she made them come to her world. Right. And she did an amazing job at doing that. And that's why she's so iconic. And that's why she stays where she's at. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Yeah, this is your boy, Rolling your Stone P. And make sure y'all sure check out the Street Soldiers with the beautiful Lisa Evers. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about crossing music genres. I have the lines become blurred and also what's going on with today's music. Joining us for this conversation, Amadeus. He's a multi-platinum music producer, Trey Song's music director, and he's produced for more than 90 artists, including Chris Brown, 50 Cent, and J-Lo. Amadeus, great to have you with us. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also with us is Titi Torres. She's a Hot 97 music executive and multimedia personality. Great to have you with us, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Also with us, Casanova 2X, Rock Nation hip-hop artist. So Brooklyn is his latest single, and he also has the international smash hit 2AM with DeVito and Tory Lanez. Casanova, great to have you with us on the show. Thank you for having me. So when you think of music that you want to produce now, mm. after you've had the, you know, you toured around the world, what is your, what are you thinking in terms of your sound? Like, would we ever hear something even more shocking from you? Like yeah, a heavy metal I'm, joint or something? I'm, <laughs> in a, <laughs> I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm not afraid to try anything. So, like, I'm in the process right now of doing a London project, an Afrobeat project, a Jamaican project. I'm from Flatbush. That's where everything go down at anyway. That's the parade. <laughs> I want to do everything because it's not impossible. I see it. Like, these people want to be us, and I want to be them. I'm like, dang, I wish I knew that slang. But you know what? Some people are scared to ask. Like, listen, tell me how to say this the way I'm going to say this. Like you said, with producers, right. you get one of them producers out there, you have a whole London vibe, hook, EP, they'll tell you how to do it. You put it in your words and they'll be like, no, no, say fam, don't say homie. Like, like it's just so crazy, like their whole slang is amazing, it's sexy. When you hear the girl say, babes, babes. With that accent, babes, right? are you coming? Does, does it look better? Like, <laughs> that, this whole thing is just lit. And they don't exactly. know how lit they is. Exactly. They just being them. They just being them. You know exactly. what I'm saying? But definitely, I'm definitely doing a lot. Get, that accent will get you every time. <laughs> yeah, I've been reaching out to, um, been talking to like Ja Cure. Me and Popcorn been talking. So I'm just trying to go everywhere. I'm not trying to. And I always didn't want to be like that. Like, rap is the only thing I got now. I can't go back to robbing or selling drugs or scamming. Like, you crazy? You can't. It just, I don't have no family that's supporting me. It's just me. You right. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm the guy they depend on. It's, I don't depend on nobody. I can't. It's impossible. Because once you start making money, you lose everybody. Right. So now right. you, 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 I lost so much people. It's no doubling back. It's no, nah, remember you didn't want to give me that $4,000? Nah. But well, what you didn't lose is your hunger. Yes, sir. That's, right. Yes, that yes, yes. will go when you make a certain level of money as well. That hunger, that need to, like, still be the best. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times what happens is with artists, once you get to a certain level and your life changes and you're so incredibly good, that hunger of, like, I got to make I gotta, this. I got to do it. this. And I get it. It diminishes because now you have it, right? Mm -hmm. So you're not thinking or someone aren't thinking that it can all be gone. Mm -hmm. It can all be taken away. 
and it takes you to be cold for a hot second to really understand that because you think you're gonna be lit forever. I just told I don't I think I said that on an interview with you. I don't know what interview, but I said if you want to be loved, you better stay lit because it, it don't matter. It don't matter like. It's so like dramatic. nobody wants to be with the loser. It's just like I don't care. You could tell the stories about yo back when I was. Mm -hmm. They don't want to hear that. Right. Yeah. Everybody wants to be with <laughs> the winning up. team. It's a business. This is a business. I don't want to. You're not gonna want to call uh, the loser up for an interview. Why interview for what? What does he got going on? It's just like that in his business. And once I understood that, that's why I said I'm outside. You know what I'm saying? That my outside. Everybody be probably thinking I mean like I'm outside being gangster or tough, right. they don't understand what I mean. I'm outside, I'm working. Right. I'm working. I'm right. at every event. Mm -hmm. I'm at everything that's lit. I'm right. working and I'm not going to stop working because first again. Guest, first guest here yeah. today. First that's it. Yep. I'm outside like you, and I'm working. So they early? get it confused and be like, oh, yeah. he outside. He Marvin. No. If you see what I'm saying, I'm outside. I said today, nigga, I'm outside getting a haircut because right. I ain't had no time to go to the barbershop. Right. On set, we ain't, we ain't got no room to cut me outside. I'm yeah. good. Right. And I just want everybody to Make know that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. Because me, I ain't got no million hit songs, but I'm going to outwork you. Because I see when you come to this club, you hosted it, but you ain't turned up at all. But, but, I'm going to turn the whole club up. Everybody going to take shots, and they going to book me again without no record. Yeah, mm. but let me, ask, let me ask you this, because there's a lot, a lot of people, too, a lot of guys that come mm. through similar situations to what you did. They come mm. out, they were incarcerated, and then they try, they try to rap, they try to get on in music, and then, but it just, you know, not everyone has that talent, not everyone has that, that particular drive, and then they fall back into bad habits and, and bad, uh, bad choices. What made you, what, what got you through that kind of transition period when you came home? Um, I just, just not having a, a shoulder to lean on. You know what I'm saying? Steve, some people got shoulders to lean on. Some people have stuff presented to them like the devil be like, yo, listen, I got some drugs over here for you. Or I got, yo, I got a good robbery over here for you. Ain't nobody wanted to give me nothing. They didn't want to give me no drugs. They didn't want to give me no robbery. They didn't want to give me nothing. It's just like, you think you the man, prove it. You know what I'm saying? So I had to really do what I had to do and understand, like, am I trying to go back to jail? Because in jail, it's the same thing. You're not going to have nobody either. So what are you complaining for? Right. Make it work out here because in there, it's going to be the same thing. Nobody's trying to go. Like, even me now, I go visit people in jail, and I'll be like, this is what I used to be asking my moms to do. Right. My girl is hard. Go seven hours and then they, they strip search you and they want to touch your mm -hmm. or touch my mom and all that. My mom really was like, yo, I can't do it no more. Mm -hmm. And I, then you don't understand, so you get emotional. You're like, what? You're not trying to come see me. I can't do it no more. And so now I'm going, I'm like, what? I'm a millionaire. Why you touching me like that? Bend down. Right. I'm not doing this. I ain't coming back here. I yeah. had to tell my man, y'all love you, but until you get closer, I ain't coming so back. So you made that, you basically made the decision. Amadeus, in terms of the artists that you work with, the, the artists that you work with, we're talking about the hunger, we're talking mm -hmm. about the choices, TT talking about the dedication that, mm -hmm. it, that it really takes and what people really want. Have the ones that have the long, long careers, have you seen certain characteristics with them that they all have in common? Absolutely. Like um, no matter what kind of music they're making. You know, one thing, I'll mention Chris Brown. Um, you know, Chris Brown, has, him and I have worked together for over eight years. Um, I send Chris everything. Like, everything from hip-hop to, to, to the Afro, everything. You know what I'm saying? And I do that because his focus and what he, he, he writes what he feels. 
I remember him saying, "Yo, I, I came in. It was 3 a.m. I heard a beat. Told him to load it up, uh, load it up, and then I made her song. And he talked about violence. He talked about him being in jail. And he talked about the police brutality. And this is a song called Yellow Tape, right? So that's one song. Then we did another song where it has a more of an Afro beat. Mm-hmm. You know, I did nine songs on Heartbreak on the Full Moon album, like nine. And then did another one on yeah. Indigo. Like I just sent him everything, and it just like TT said, where. It's that hunger. It's that wanting to be in the studio. I don't want to be outside. I don't want to be in the clubs. I don't want to be partying. I want to be working. You know what I mean? And and if that's the, the process, your thought process of being focused and wanting to get to it, like Cash said, I'm outside. I'm, I'm out here getting to it. Mm-hmm. If that's your focus and, and the dedication, that's how you win. And a lot of times, too, you know, these artists that you speak about, they don't understand the product still has to be good. Oh, yeah. Right. So <laughs> even if you go back At the to end selling of the day. drugs, mm-hmm. the drug product still <laughs> got to be good. good. If you go back to scamming, you better have me the best Chanel Jesus. bag on yes. the planet. Same like thing. the product That's still dope. has to be good. And, and just and like if T-T you go said, to rapping, it got to be, be good. good. Just like TZ said, the hunger. Mm-hmm. But the crazy thing is, right? It's a different kind of hunger. So you got people that want the right. money. It's cool with the money. But correct me if I'm wrong, because y'all both OGs. I'm around these dudes mm. daily. Mm. The hungry people don't even worry about the money no more right. once they got the money. Right. They worrying about the clout. Now my like the you said, my, my product gotta be lit. Mm. Yeah. The number ones, as you see, all the goats, when they get their little number one album, they post that. Because now it's about clout now. Yes, it's no longer about money. You got the Maybach, I got the Maybach too. You got a Rolly, we got mm-hmm. that. You got the Big Crib, I got that. You got the Chanel, yeah, I got that. But do you got a number one record? Mm. So now I think that's where the elites be hungry at, like yeah. Hove and Beyonce but, and Vicky but and They want to dominate those charts. It's about dominating the charts. But what and- that does too, because I'm in the studio with those artists, mm-hmm. That also messes up with their creativity. I was just oh, gonna man. ask you about the creativity because, because they're so worried. That's what makes it stressful. About right catching the number ones that it hurts the creativity and the process to make those number ones because they're so far. They're so much. They're watching. so focused on the numbers. Yeah, the numbers and watching what this person's doing. I gotta watch her. I gotta right. watch him because they're coming for my spot. They're coming for that number one. You know how many records a day. I get work to play on Hot 97? Probably, probably hundreds. Uh, hundreds. And not everybody's going to make the cut. Right. You know what For I'm sure. saying? Not everybody's going to make the cut. Right. So your product got to be so good that people are really, really fiending for it. Mm-hmm. And so I think what what you're saying, too, notice how their product isn't as good. Mm-hmm. But then it's because, a- they're, because they're so focused on the numbers. So now their music quality it's crap. But what about the create? But it's the create. There's a creative hunger too, which you have. Mm-hmm. Where you say you're London, and I see this, and then it makes me think this. And you, you guys have it. You have it too. It's just, just like I need to do this this way, Truth and I can do I like, think, like it stretches my, my, you. My, my, my right now is having the right people around me. I didn't get raised in the music industry. You know, you you get these people where, as soon as you sign somebody, TT, let's say if you sign somebody. They already got a manager. They already got the producers. The road they already team. got the road manager. They already got the assistant. They've been they've been mobbing for, for a, a long minute. time. So me, I got the shooters. I got the robbers. I got the drug dealers, the scammers. You got the so now I'm like, 
was the businessman. Mm. Who's going to help me in the studio? Who's going to tell me, yo, you got to do studio, bro? Right. You, 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 what are you doing? So now it's like, let's go to the club. And I'm like, all right, let's mm -hmm. go to the club. But then I had to hold on. Nah, 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 nah. I got to go to the studio. Mm -hmm. Right. That's what y'all want to do, bring the club to the studio. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? And as I learned, that's what I see now. Now I'm like, how the hell, like you mentioned Chris Brown, I'm like, this dude been in the studio <laughs> Yo. for seven hours. Yo. Right. It, it you really don't come true. out, bro. Seven, he, he seven hours. No one in his crib then I, then not I, go out. I look, I'm like, yo, thug, where, where we at tonight? Studio. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this thug going to the studio? He ain't going to the party. He not. All right. look, yo, look, look, yo, Gunner, where we at? At studio. Mm. Everybody studio that I talk to is, is saying, studio. I'm going to the studio. And then I'm looking at it. They got hits, number one hits. They're millionaires. And I'm talking about going to the club. Mm. So, oh, they nah, you I got, <laughs> so now it's me with me, I got to discipline myself. I was just about to, to say, it starts studio. with you, bro. I got to fight my own self to go to the studio. I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? It's lonely in the studio when you don't have friends that are musically inclined. Mm. You might have one, you know, I got one or two friends that love being in the studio with me, love giving me ideas. But when you didn't you didn't Come think of being that. a being a rapper and you're a rapper now, now you gotta it's harder for me now because nobody understands it. It's not my girl don't understand it, my baby mom don't understand it, my mom don't understand it, my kid don't understand it, because it wasn't a goal that I was trying to accomplish. So they wasn't pushing for me. It's like you had money before that anyway, so Right. We don't know I the think, difference. And also, what people don't understand the process, right? So you go in a studio, let's say, 8, 9 o'clock. You're not leaving a studio to 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. I, I, I was in a studio with one artist one time. I, I don't know if he wants me to share this story, but it's me, him, and another major artist in the studio. And it was just us three in the studio. We got to that session at 8 o'clock. We didn't leave to 11 o'clock in the morning oh, yeah. the next wow, day. Wow, the next morning. That's what it, that's what it, that's what it comes to. You know what I mean? Let me I wish we, I, guys, I wish go we back. had more time for this conversation. I just want to get a real quick fi final word. Amadeus, where do you see music? This, where do you see music? Like, what's the next big trend? Or are we, are we seeing what's happening right now? I mean, it's always going to change. It's always going to evolve. You know, when I started 18 years ago, it was a totally different sound. Sounds than it is right now. So, like I said earlier, there's no rules. There's no right or wrong. You just create what you feel. And the more, you know, we mentioned you travel, the more you connect the dots, the more you collab, you know, it just broadens your horizons. If you get five producers in, in one room, that's five different ways to look at a song. If you get, you know, different songwriters working with different artists, we're all going to see it different ways, you know. So that's why I love collaborating. I love coming together with others just to get another approach on it. So it's always going to grow. It's always going to get bigger Continue and better. And just evolve. Yeah. TT, what do you see? You, you talk about you see, you've seen three to five-year waves in your career as a music executive and on-air personality. What do you see? Do you see this international trend? Is this kind of like the well, beginning of it or is this the mainstream of it? The international trend is not going nowhere because the genre of music is just getting bigger and bigger. It's the number one genre of music. So the influence of the music isn't going anywhere. It's about artists paying attention to it. And so once you open your eyes and you pay attention to it, then you begin to create on a whole nother level. 
And so uh, uh, when you're a talented artist, your mind turns in ways that most folks don't. Your creativity turns in ways that others don't. So you're going to continue to hear melodies and sounds that are going to trigger you to create on a whole nother level. So as long as you are disciplining yourself to stay the course of creating, you're always going to be a phenomenal artist. Casanova, for you, what, what do you see ahead? You're talking about Caribbean projects, London projects, Afrobeats yeah, projects. See, I see greatness for me, you know, because I get it. You just got to get it, you know what I'm saying? And um, I don't want to be a gangster rapper. That's cool. I'm going to give them that, though. But I don't want to be that. I want to be international. I want I want everybody to know me because it feels great. It feels great to be getting treated like a king everywhere you go. <laughs> all right, and on that note, I want to thank you all for being with us. Amadeus, great to have you back on the show. Thank, thank you. you so much. Titi, great thank to have you. you back also. And Casanova, thanks so much for making thank time you. for us. We really, really appreciate it. All and right. thank you for joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace.